It is a beautiful, sunny Monday evening, 7.04 here and ready to go for the first show of this week. We do it again, of course, Wednesday at 7 o'clock as well, the employment hour here on Talk Radio AM 640. As always, we have got the phone lines cracked wide open and ready for your calls. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. You have severance concerns, employment concerns. Anything under that uh, particular banner, and uh, we're ready to hear uh, lawyer uh, Lior's ready to answer all your questions uh, throughout the show as we'll get into a bunch of uh, emails and stuff that have piled up over the last few weeks. People email Lior at employmenthour.com as well, but we always start with the week that was. So how was the week, pal? Thanks, Johnny. Appreciate it. Uh, always, always a pleasure to be back here on uh, AM640 talking about employment law and workplace rights. And uh, we want to educate and inform, and hopefully we can get some people to call us with their questions. Don't be bashful. These are important topics. Uh, People have them all the time. I talk to people in my office every single day, several times a day, and want to educate you about your workplace rights. Uh, So this is the time. This is the show. We're here till 8 o'clock tonight. Now, uh, to start us off, Johnny, with the week that was, a couple of situations that I dealt with over the past uh, few days. Uh, first one involved uh, a lady that called me uh, after uh, she was let go, and she was let go by an employer that, that did not abide by the rule, which is you don't mess with mama. Mm-hmm. What happened in this case is this employer uh, let her go uh, while she was on a maternity leave, and it, it was clear that that was the reason. It was clear that really there was no excuse that they did it wrong, and, and you know essentially they were caught with their pants down. So we started a claim here, and we attended a mediation for the purpose of resolving it. At the mediation, uh, the company had uh, a new owner by then uh, that had taken over the business. And this owner was essentially horrified by what the previous owner had done and said, we want to make this right. We want to take her back to work and and apologize to her. She, She shouldn't have been let go. Uh, that's not the way we do business. Maybe the old company was was that way, but we want her back. And this was something that was completely unexpected, John. We didn't expect that she would go back to work, uh, and and that's that's rarely the case. But she was happy to to understand that this new company values her, that this new company uh, understands that she was wronged, and she went back to work. Uh, so this was a resolution where instead of negotiating a financial settlement, we negotiated negotiated her ability to go back to work. They did pay her for back pay the time that she was off work, uh, but then they took her back to work. And that just tells you, you you never know how these things resolve, and you never know unless you, you, you get some, some advice and pursue your entitlements. And if you are let go because of what we call a prohibited ground, because you're on a maternity leave or because you have a medical condition or a disability, uh, in any of those situations, you have a lot of leverage. The law comes down very hard on employers that do that. It's illegal. So in that situation, that leverage was sufficient to generate her ability to go back to work. She's extremely happy, and, and I wish for her uh, uh, many more continued years at, at that company uh, and, and a lot of success, and I'm sure she'll have that. Did she? Now, um, did the you... second matter, John, I'll tell you about. Sorry, Sorry I, I was just saying, since ahead, you, did you renegotiate? Did you manage to sweeten the pot for her in any sense, like as far as severance concerned or, or anything like that? Well, she was off for three months. So what we negotiated for her is that they'll, they'll make her whole, that they'll pay her for the three months that she was off, and then they'll take her back to work the same position, same everything. Uh, so the nice thing was she was not out of pocket because for the three months that she wasn't working because she was let go, right. she got paid for that. And then she went back to work. So that was instead of severance. In fact, she she preferred it uh, over severance simply because now she has a job for hopefully a long time and has that income 
as opposed to just the severance, which at some point, of course, would have ran out. So that's why we negotiated uh, that, and, and she was really, really happy about it. What else you got? Now, the second matter I'll tell you about, John, involved a, uh, a person that called me when he was let go, but he was calling me because he felt that he was owed a bonus. Uh, what happened was his employer let him go uh, late last year, late in, in, in December, uh, probably in the early part of December, and he normally gets a bonus around February, and his employer said, no, we're not going to pay you a bonus because we let you go uh, in December. And he wanted to know whether or not uh, he gets that bonus. We're talking about about $7,500, so a significant amount. Now, when he was let go after four years of working, he was paid one month's pay, then wasn't asked to sign anything. Here's a month's pay, and off you go. So what I had, uh, what I told him is, well, yeah, you, of course you get your bonus uh, because you earned, you worked the year. But hold on, forget about the four weeks pay. You probably get six months pay, which was an extra thirty-five thousand dollars for this guy. So it wasn't just about the bonus that he does get. It was about the severance. And this is a very common situation, as, as we've talked about on the show, where people call me about certain things, not realizing that they may actually have entitlements that are greater than the very thing they were calling about. So the, with respect to bonus, I want our listeners to understand that if you've earned a bonus, if you've done everything you need to do to get paid for the bonus, your employer can't let you go before that bonus is paid and avoid paying you. Uh, that bonus. If you've done what you're supposed to do to get the bonus, you're going to get the bonus. Your employer can't be creative with the timing to avoid paying you. Mm -hmm. And in many ca cases, like, like this guy, not only was he getting the bonus, he's owed another uh, four months or five months pay. Uh, so a lot of money for him. And, and uh, he, he was very happy at the end of that discussion to understand that he has all those entitlements. 714 Employment Hour, Monday night edition, back on Thursdays. As you know, here, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell is that number. Use it. Got open lines. Tom, good evening. How are you, pal? I'm good. Good. You're, uh, you got the opening call here. What's going on with you? Uh, you know, I've used uh, Leo in the past, and, and I find he's a really great guy, really easy to get along with. Really knows his stuff and really one for us. So I have another question for him. And uh, this concerned a fellow who was a, uh, a shift manager or a production manager. And um, typically what had happened uh, is that he had been getting a lot of overtime uh, because the, the company's sales ramped up and uh, they needed a lot more production. Well, uh, what happened uh, is that the company had to hire a second uh, a production manager, uh, and they sort of uh, didn't put him in as an assistant, but as a an equal to this fellow who was production manager, and that eliminated a lot of his overtime. Uh, what happened then is he took on a second job, and he was working nights after he had finished his duties at, uh, at this one company. And, uh, in fact, I think he was only getting four or five hours sleep. And, of course, his, his performance deteriorated a lot. And uh, he was um, uh, from a, a different country than uh, originally than Canada. And he abused or had a lot of complaints about the, uh, the female workers that he was supervising. Okay. So, anyway, um, decided to let him go. And uh, he'd been with the company 14 years. And uh, the decision, this, this was actually not my decision, the decision was to pay him eight months' salary, and, uh, and off he went. And I, I wanted to get uh, Lira's opinion on that. Uh, did he accept it? Yes, he did. Okay. 
So that, that that's a good deal for you guys uh, because I would have assessed him uh, easily at twelve. How old? Uh, how old was he, by the way? Uh, he was sixty. Sixty. So probably I would have even assessed him at fourteen to fifteen if he's if he's sixty. I mean, if he was in his forties, I probably would have assessed him at twelve months. So mm. you you guys have probably paid about you know sixty cents on the dollar. So that's a good deal for you guys. Not not necessarily a good deal for him. Uh, but uh, if if he signed off and accepted it, then from your perspective, this matter is over. Uh, but you know, if he had come to me or someone in that situation came to me and consulted with me, I would have said you're easily looking at 12 months, probably closer to 14 or 15 months. Well, you know, I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and I and I thought we actually did get out of that uh, with a little change left in our pocket. Yeah, you and, did. Uh, yeah, yeah, and. You know, the, the, the question would be the, the fact that the, the performance had deteriorated quite badly, and there was, you know, a increasing um, uh, disciplinary action uh, that had been, you know, documented and performance agreements and so forth that he failed to meet. And uh, so, and, and by the way, uh, when he left, he, he just continued working with the second job that he got. Hmm, right. Yeah, and I guess he did day shift and night shift. Anyway, At the end of the day, Tom, if you had serious performance issues and if you had documented it properly and, and provided him warnings and he knew that if he continues along a certain path, he'd be let go and, right. and it was serious stuff we're talking about, you may perhaps have been able to terminate him for cause, which means nothing would be owed. I expect, though, that after 14 years of employment, it would have been very difficult to let him go for cause. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think under, I, in the circumstances, you got a good deal for yourself and the company, uh, and, uh, you know, it is what it is for him, and you move on, and have the next time you hire someone, have them sign an employment agreement that limits their entitlements, and then uh, you won't even have to worry about it. Which you can draft, by the way. Pedro, how are you, pal? Good evening. Hey, good evening. How are you? Good. What's, so what's your concern? Um, so I recently quit my uh, job. I was there for about five years. It was a salary plus commission, so a bonus structure at the end of every year. Um, my question is, um, am I entitled to that bonus? And also, am I entitled to the vacation pay that I would have gotten this year? So uh, you, when did you quit? Um, I quit in uh, about a month ago. Okay, and, and are you talking about the bonus for 2016? That is correct. And when is it normally paid? When would it normally be paid? Uh, the contract said 60 days after year end, so that would have been the end of February. Okay. And even though, so, but obviously they didn't do that because a month ago would have been in March and, and uh, they still hadn't paid it. Is that right? Uh, well, they paid me, um, they paid me X amount um, and then um, the rest they were going to pay out next year. Um, so, yeah. So there, there was still about you know, twenty five, thirty thousand left over. So Pedro, here's how this works. If this is all for 2016, the year ended. So you've done yeah. whatever you needed to do to finish the year to earn the bonus, and now it's just a question of timing of when it's paid. Then yeah, they have to pay it uh, because you've earned it. It's yours. Uh, it may be a question of you know, if they normally pay it in June, then you may have to wait till June. But to the extent that you've earned it, they have to pay it, even if you quit. So if you're talking about $25,000, yeah, that's a lot of money. you got to give me a call. This is something, mm -hmm. something like this is, is straightforward enough that we should be able to resolve it with a quick letter from me to them. 
and it would resolve it. Yes, they have to pay the bonus. Now, with respect to vacation pay, you're only owed vacation pay that was accrued up until your last day. You're not entitled to vacation pay going forward, but if, let's say, as of the date you quit, you had done five outstanding vacation days, then they have to pay those out, but nothing beyond uh, that, nothing that accrues after the date of resignation. But you really need okay. to give me a call. If there's $25,000 owing to you, let's get that to you. I mean, wh- why give it to them? Right. You may as well have it. So, so one last thing regarding the vacation pay. So we were told that we had to submit our uh, request for vacation time uh, by the end of February. Right. So I, I put in my 10 days of request, and all my 10 days were approved. Right. So does that mean I'm entitled to it because uh, even after I quit? Uh, so if, uh, if the way it works is that, uh, you, you can take your 10 days any time during the year, then yeah, you actually should be getting paid those days, uh, right away. If you accrue vacation during the course of the year, so for example, if you get 10 vacation days, you can only take, uh, you know, five vacation days in the first half and then five in the second half, you, you accrue them, uh, over the year, then it's only whatever was accrued in the, those first few months. But if your employer says, you got two weeks, if you want to use them all up in January or February, hey, man, go for it. Then in that situation, yeah, because it's already accrued, they'd have to pay the whole 10 days. Okay, perfect, which, which it was approved. Uh, all 10 days were approved, even though it was scattered throughout the summer mm-hmm. and throughout the winter months, um, they still had approved those 10 days in February. Well, good. So we got stuff to talk about off air here, Pedro. Give me a call. Let's let's make sure we get you everything that you wrote. Pedro, that number as we wrap it up, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred to get a hold of Lior. Seven twenty six employment hour till eight o'clock. Yeah, that's the number. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell one. A call through. Talk to Lior. Air your concerns, have questions, stuff you've always wanted to ask about, how much severance you should be owed. Simple questions can be answered, no problem. Jim, good evening. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. What's your concern, Jim? I just got a question about, uh, is there a difference in severance pay between a federally registered company or a provincially registered company? Hmm. Now, are you talking registered or regulated? In other words, was it registered federally when it was incorporated or one that's regulated federally like a bank it's uh registered okay no th- th- there isn't any difference uh, at all uh and and even if it was regulated uh, federally really there wouldn't be any difference either no someone's severance is still based on the three main factors which is age position and length of employment so whether you work for a, a federally registered company or a provincially registered uh, registered company big company small company your severance is ultimately going to be the same, so there was is no difference. Is there a specific situation, Jim, that you find yourself in? Uh, no, no. I just I might have a situation coming up in the future, so I just wanted to check on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can always go to the severance calculator at severancepaycalculator.com. You can find out how much you're owed, and no matter what it is, what it says, if you do lose your job, you give me a call. Talk about that for a second. I was just going to ask, so you, uh, you opened up, so give us some details on the calculator, pal. Yeah, so as I just said, uh, Jimmy, uh, to, to Jim here on the phone, is that the fact that uh, uh, entitlements are based on three main factors, age, position, and length of employment. So I've, what I've done is I created the calculator that allows you to input those three things and find out how much severance you're owed. So you go to severancepaycalculator.com. Again, it's severancepaycalculator.com. And that's it. You find out how much you're owed, whether you just lost your job, and you want to know whether your severance is fair. It's easy. It's the first place you need to go to because it's so easy and it's so accessible. 
You can do it right from your phone. You can do it from your tablet, from your desktop computer. Very, very simple to use. It takes seconds, free, anonymous. Uh, or maybe you haven't lost your job, but just like our, our last caller, you, you're, you're wondering, you're thinking maybe someone is coming down the pike and, and you want to know uh, what you're owed just to be prepared. Go to severancepaycalculator.com, find out. And if you want, there's an option there to contact me directly from the severance calculator. You don't have to. It's just an option. Uh, but if you want to contact me, I'd be happy to chat with you about uh, what the calculator says and about your specific situation. Now, even still, a lot of people are going to get used to that calculator maybe for uh, just for last, and they're going to go, wow, that number, there's no way that right. could be true. There's a bug in the system. It's way too high. Yeah, and, and people say that all the time, and and people often contact me just to make sure that it, it's working properly. Because mm-hmm. you know, if they find out that they're owed eighteen months' pay, they want to know if that's true, so that they're not they don't count on that. It is true. Whatever number you get there provides you an accurate range of what your entitlements are. Uh, it is true, and the reason why it's high, it's because you probably didn't know differently. You probably were laboring under some misconception that someone gets only a week's pay for every year or two weeks' pay for every year. None of that is true. Our our regular listeners know that. So, yes, you can can use the severance calculator at any time. And, of course, you can always contact me if you want to just double-check. Yeah, you have some time to use that number. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell call through up till uh, till 8 o'clock. Joe, welcome. How are you? Good. What's your concern, Joe? I have a question. I have a friend. He's a Muslim, and he was let go from work, and he wants to go to the Human Rights Tribunal. Now, can they force the company to take him back, or can he just get more money as a severance? Uh, the Human Rights Tribunal does have the authority to force the company to take him back. It is extremely rare, and they almost never do that, but that power is hypothetically there. Now, remember, uh, the fact that he's Muslim may not necessarily... Uh, mean that he has a human rights matter. It's only if they let him go because he's Muslim. If they let him go and he happens to be Muslim, then it's not a human rights matter. Do you understand no, no, the difference? They let him go because he's a Muslim. He's pretty sure that that's why they let him go, because he's having issues with female employees. Okay. Now, let, let's talk a bit about that. Uh, do you know how long he was working there for? I think uh, 11 years. Did they pay him any severance? Uh, he's going through it right now. So I don't know okay. what you've offered them yet. Because usually the best way to deal with that is actually not at the Human Rights Tribunal necessarily, is by way of, of, of a claim, court action, which is for the severance and for human rights altogether. So uh, so before he files a complaint to the Human Rights Tribunal, uh, I'd have him give me a call. Let me chat with him because there may be a better and more efficient course of action that, that gets this resolved uh, a, a quicker and on better terms. Yeah, well, he really wants to keep his job. He'd rather not get a severance. He wants to keep working there. That's the thing. Yeah, but the thing is the likelihood of that happening is is tiny. You know, there may be a, a 1% chance, uh, even if he's successful, that they, they take him back. So it, at the end of the day, it is really about compensation. Uh, I mean, he's not going to – to start a claim or a, a human rights tribunal because you hope to get reinstated, That that's that's a long shot. Uh, it is very rare. I can count on one hand where, where that's happened. Uh, he can certainly try it, but usually I don't recommend that. Okay, I'll let him know. I'll, I'll give him your number. Joey, appreciate that. That's uh, number one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Some emails as we uh, want to get through in this show because we, uh, you know, we get a lot of emails during the show. And after we got one from Fred here, it's Leor at employmenthour.com, By the way, uh, Fred says my employer found out that I was looking for another job. I was fired on the spot. I've not been paid any severance. Am I owed anything? <laughs> 
Yeah. Now, and I have actually dealt with this exact situation a, a, a few times. You know, I can understand an employer not being happy if they find out that their employee is looking to leave and looking for another job. That said, that is not cause for dismissal. You're not doing anything wrong legally. Therefore, in this situation, if, if the employee was looking for work, as long as he wasn't doing it on the employer's time, uh, even if he was doing it on the employer's time, as long as it wasn't excessive, the employer cannot let him go for cause, which means severance is owed. The employer is allowed to let him go. He can say, you know what, if you're looking for another job, just leave, we're going to let you go. But that is a termination without cause, John, which means severance has to be paid. So if you didn't receive severance, you have to give me a call. The company doesn't get a discount because you were the one looking to leave. They are the ones that pulled the trigger. They're the ones that made the decision, decision to terminate you, and that is not a termination for cause. Ravi writes in and says, uh, can I be fired after eight months of working at a job after they falsely accused me of something I didn't do? I was only given one week's notice. Well, it's a question is not can they let uh, you go. Uh, it's a question of whether or not you're owed compensation. Because remember the rules, you can be let go pretty much for any reason, even if you've done nothing wrong, but severance is owed. So this is very simple. If, in fact, you didn't do anything wrong, they're accusing you of doing something that you didn't do and it's not something that justifies a termination for cause, then they can still let you go, but you're owed severance. And you're going to be owed more than the week's notice that you got or the week's severance that you got. Uh, again, I don't know your age. Uh, I don't know the position that you have, but it could be anywhere from two, three, even four months pay potentially uh, in that situation. It's not uh, – if you didn't do it, there's no cause clearly if you didn't do it. Therefore, uh, you're owed severance. Hey, Philip, we'll get you in under the wire here before a break. Uh, what's your concern? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. No um, I just have a quick question. Um, my company currently got a uh, contract that requires safety shoes. Um, I've been with the company for over four years, and it was never um, a part of my job or whatever to have safety boots. Um, since the contract, we've um, my manager basically has been buying uh, boots for some employees to wear. But uh, one day uh, we had a heated uh, battle over the phone because I am having financial troubles and couldn't really afford it at the time. And he basically said, uh, if I don't buy boots, he's going to find someone that can buy boots. Is that allowed, like a manager... Uh, threatening your employment over safety shoes. Now, Philip, are you part of a union? No, I'm not. Okay. So uh, if, if this is a new requirement, if this is a requirement that wasn't there before, uh, that you didn't have to wear uh, safety boots before, and your employment agreement doesn't say that you have to wear safety boots, it's just something brand new that they've introduced because of this contract that they got, then they have to pay for it. It's their responsibility. You shouldn't have to incur the cost. Uh that said, can they let you go for uh, refusing to pay for it yourself? Yes, they can, but they'd have to pay severance. Uh, that's right. not a, a cause termination. So, you know, he, can he threaten you? He can because he's allowed to let you go. He can say, well, Philip, you're not coming into work. I'm letting you go because you didn't uh, buy safety boots. They'd have to pay you severance. Don't get me wrong. But that's really what it comes down to. Uh, it's up right. to you ultimately to decide whether you want to risk losing your job, even if you get severance over the safety boots. I'll leave that to you. But uh, certainly they can let you go with severance. And if this is something that they've introduced, it really should be their responsibility to buy the boots. Okay, perfect. 
All right, Phil, appreciate that. If you need more information, if things uh, come down a little further, 1-855-821-5900. We'll uh, we'll take a break here. 745, yeah, you still got some time to call through and get your questions answered. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell severance, your employment, your boss, your job, your colleagues, whatever. Love to hear from you. Tony in Aurelia, how you doing, pal? Thanks for hanging in. What's going on? Hey, John. Hey, Lior. I really... Really enjoy your show. The information is absolutely valuable. Thanks, man. Uh, Thank you, Tony. Yeah. Um, my question, it's a bit of a curveball for you guys. It's about recording devices. Mm-hmm. Now, I went into uh, a conference, a big meeting with my supervisor and uh, the operations manager, and I needed to record it because I kind of had a feeling I was going to be bullied and uh, coerced and things were going to be said to me. And they didn't disappoint me. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, I'm just wondering now, uh, is, it, is it worth anything uh, as documentation? Yeah, it, it, is, uh, it is worth something. Uh, first of all, it's not illegal to record something like that. Uh, you know, I'm not allowed to record a conversation between two people that don't know that they're being recorded, but as long as you're the one in the conversation, you can record the conversation that you're having, so that's fine. Um, now, there's always a question as to whether something like this is admissible. Uh, for example, if this matter went to court, there's a question of whether uh, a judge would allow it, whether it's admissible. In some, some cases, a judge would allow some, it won't allow. But either way, here's the beauty of it. Uh, if, I, if I'm dealing with your, your previous, uh, with the company, and they have a lawyer, and I play that lawyer that recording, right? And the recording says they're calling you a piece of this and a piece of that. Uh, that lawyer then can't allow the company to get up on a witness stand and say something different. He can't allow them to say, no, no, we never said he's a piece of this and a piece of that. Mm -hmm. Because he knows that they're lying. And a lawyer can't allow his client to knowingly get up on the stand and lie. So without getting too complicated, the net effect of this is, yeah, if there's a recording here that that helps you in in advancing a case against that company, it's valuable. And potentially a recording like that, if they're harassing you or mistreating you, calling you names, that could be uh, the basis for a constructive dismissal case, which means you may be able to leave because of this conduct because no one has to put up if, with conduct like that and get the full severance that you're owed. Is that uh, what you're thinking? Well, y- yes, absolutely. But uh, th- they weren't abusive comments as much as they were um, uh, you know, saying, you're going to work this many hours, whether you like it or not. Uh, it's that kind of thing where, you know, you're forced to work, uh, you know, up to 70 hours a week. And, um, and, and and presumably that's not something that you were doing now. No, I'm not. And well, I there never you go. Was, I mean, and I, ne- I never was for this company. I was always doing, you know, 55 or, or 60 on the road. And then all of a sudden it became something else. Well, but here's the thing. I mean, you may not even need these uh, these comments simply because... If they make you work those hours all of a sudden, then there's a constructive dismissal right there. I mean, if, it, if that's just something they said, but they, they never followed through on it, they don't make you work these extra hours, well, then there's no constructive dismissal. But if they actually follow through and they give you work that requires you to be on the road or to work for 70 hours a week when you were doing 40, let's say, before, then that's a constructive dismissal. So it's possible that it's not the recording here that matters. It's what they actually end up doing. Does that make sense? 
Yes, absolutely. It makes sense. I, I completely understand. And, uh, and uh, I, I followed up with, uh, no, I'm not going to work those kind of hours. And, and things have gotten very difficult since then, and, and that's that's why it's, it's gotten ugly now. I see. I'm going to, I'm going to be quitting the company because of uh, of, uh, of what's gone what's going on what's going on now. Um, Tony, but, hold on there for a sec. I, I I understand why you'd want to quit. I get it, but I do not want you to quit no. until you and I have had a chance to have a more in depth discussion off air. Because if you're going to quit, we may be able to put you in an even better position to quit and then claim for constructive dismissal and get severance. So I don't want you to hand in a resignation letter. I don't want you to say the words, I quit, until you and I have spoken. And we can't okay. get into it in depth here on the, on the air, but you and I can talk off air, and I want to okay. get some more information. I want to hear the recording myself, get some details, and then let's talk about how we get you out of there with severance. Okay, Tony? Okay, okay good. So, Tony, here's the uh, the number again, the, the word quit. Don't use it. It's uh, 1-855-821-5900. That's the number you need, 1-855-821-5900, or Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. I'll drop an email. I would do that uh, first thing tomorrow. We'll take our uh, final break, I guess, for the night before we get back to more of your phone calls. 7.53, Monday night, back here uh, Wednesday, as you know, at 7 o'clock. The phone line's got uh, Mike on the line. Hello, Mike. Good evening. Uh, yeah, hi. What's going on with you? Well, I want to talk to Leo about, I, I've worked with this company for 15 years, mm -hmm. and I hardly take any holiday. Um, and then, I, you know, I said, did I get my holiday pay? This is no, because you don't take any, so you don't get paid. So, then, <laughs> wow. so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of salary, uh, so much a week, plus after certain uh, sale, I get commission. That's it. Right, and uh, so so you're you're an employee that withhold taxes from your pay. Oh yes. Okay. Oh yes. So and, and in 15 years you haven't taken vacation. Nope. Wow! Holy cow! Uh, mm. Well, here's the thing. Here's how that works. Uh, you know, if you decide not to actually take vacation time, mm -hmm. well, you know that's I guess on you. They should be encouraging you to take it, but put that aside. They still have to pay vacation pay at a minimum based on 4% of your earning, the equivalent of two weeks' pay. So mm -hmm. and you, you're saying they have not paid that 4%. No, no. I even ask every year, um, and they says no, you're not entitled to because you don't take holiday. And hmm. so it's okay. So, so the easy so, part of this discussion, uh, Mike, is that you're owed that vacation pay, not even a question. You can go back two years to get it. You unfortunately, you can't go back 15, but you can go back two years. But my mm -hmm. question to you is this. What do you want to do about it? Are, are you comfortable challenging them on this, or do yes, you want to? Yes. Okay, yes, good. Because, uh, I'm I'm thinking maybe at the end of the year I'm gonna retire. Right. So I don't know if it's good to approach it before, or um, you know, if I'm gonna retire next year, which it will be, I think 99.9 percent .9 I will retire. Mm -hmm. um, well, no, you you don't want to wait. The reason you don't want to wait is because you can mm -hmm. go back two years. The more you mm -hmm. wait, the less time you can go back, right? Mm -hmm. So, so uh, you want to go b deal with it right now. They, in fact, they can't fire you. It's illegal to let you go because you're asking about your vacation pay. That would mm -hmm. be what we call a reprisal. So, mm -hmm. the easiest way to deal with it, the fastest way to deal with that, mm -hmm. honestly, is a letter mm -hmm. from me. I can okay. pretty much guarantee you that a letter mm -hmm. from me yeah. resolves okay. this, and I mean quick, at lightning speed, because mm -hmm. it's that straightforward. So if mm -hmm. you're comfortable with that, I want you to give mm -hmm. me a call off air. You and I will have a chat, and then I'll send them a letter 
they'll yep. pay you vacation pay going back a couple of years and you okay. can start getting vacation pay moving forward for the rest of the of your time with the company okay we're not going to say anything about retirement but we're going to make sure that you get it going forward. I mean, why why give them that gift? That's money that legally they have to pay you. There's no exceptions mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. Okay. So all you do, Mike, is uh, write this number down and call it tomorrow, 1-855-821-5900. Again, 1-855-821-5900. We'll wrap with, uh, with an email here. Danielle writes in says, I got into an argument with my boss and was fired right there on the spot. No compensation. Always been a good employee and have worked for the company for five years. Can I get my job back? Well, yeah, you you may not be able to unless you can convince them to uh, uh, to, to take you back. As we've said on, on the case, they, a company can, on the show, a company can let you go as long as severance is paid. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you got into an argument doesn't mean that it can let you go without compensation. They still have to pay compensation. Unless, of course, during the argument you called your boss names or you you assaulted the boss, but if it was just a disagreement, maybe even some yelling and uh, you know something that you may regret but didn't go over the top, they have to pay you severance. It's possible though that if you tell them you want to come back to work and you know you apologize for your role in this uh, uh, issue, then they may take you back. If they don't take you back. Gets, guess what? You get full severance. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure you get that. They can't avoid paying you that just because there was an argument. Even though you may not have acted the way you should have acted, it may not and probably doesn't rise to the level of cause. Remember, as we've said on the show, and John, you know, it is very difficult to let someone go for cause. It's not enough to show that the person, that the employee did something wrong. It would really have to be something terrible for cause to exist. Another excellent Monday night, my friend. We are going to take it for now. The uh, the number in the meantime, one 821 5900 Use that to get hold of Lior. Go to Lior at employmenthour.com. And, of course, check out how much you wrote. If you've ever wondered, simple, severancepaycalculator.com is that tool. Till next time, that next time will be Wednesday evening here at 7 o'clock. Employment Hour Talk Radio, AM 640.